0: Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. It is Tuesday, the 10th of January 2023. Hope you're having a good day wherever you're watching or listening to this. Breaking news as it was last night, the Joao Felix loan to Chelsea is nearly done. or it's, It seems to be completed. It's moved very, very fast. We're going to get into that. Some of the reaction to the Drow Felix news since last night. A piece from Liam Toomey from The Athletic uh, that I think is, is pretty important regarding Drow Felix and whether it is a smart move for Chelsea in the January window. We're also going to look at another player we have talked about before from Borussia Dortmund and Chelsea apparently missing out on the player or at risk of missing out of the player to a Premier League rival. Before we get into any of that good stuff, I want to ask you guys if you haven't hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of the content on the channel if you want to listen to this as a podcast make sure if you are watching on youtube link in the description box below son of chelsea is a part of the 90 minute podcast network so if you are listening on the podcast feed thank you so much for tuning in make sure if you are enjoying the content please leave us a rate and review positive rate and review really does help us out. But let's get into it. So Fabrizio Romano tweeting, here we go, full verbal agreement reached for Joao Felix to Chelsea, loan move with an 11 million euro fee with 100% of the salary covered by Chelsea before leaving no Joao Felix will extend his contract with Atletico Madrid until 20 20- 27. Joao Felix will fly to London in the next hours to undergo medical tests and sign. so we may be getting confirmation of this deal later today or maybe tomorrow I guess it is maybe a more realistic time frame. Him signing a new deal with Atletico Madrid just I mean this stacks the deal massively in Atletico Madrid's favour. I did see this yesterday some of the reaction that a Chelsea just kind of rehabbing Trout Felix for a few months and then he gets sent back to Atletico Madrid as a better player a more confident player and then maybe they sell him off to someone else um, and that in itself is a risk you know no even option to buy like we had with say Denis Acaria. you see the the benefits of that say back last summer when we signed Denis Acaria, I think many of us saw that option to buy and went Probably not going to be triggered, just like it was for Salah Niguez. Never a chance in hell that it was going to be extended and triggered for sounder Niguez based on his performances. But there is also that thing of if João Felix turns out to be pretty good and we don't have the option to buy, you know, it's going to make the, the deal look worse and, and not one that Chelsea maybe should have done. It's a very reactive short-term signing. Sure, he isn't a 30-year-old player. He isn't a wasted player. He isn't someone who is beyond his best years. Likely his best years are potentially ahead of him. But he is a player lacking confidence. It is a massive expenditure in an area of the squad that Chelsea, in my opinion, did not need to invest in seriously. You can maybe see a scenario, absolutely could, and and I want to be proven wrong by Joao Felix, that he comes in and he offers a creative spark, an inspiration, and energy on the ball that Chelsea haven't had for several years. I think more likely, uh, and my fear and my cynicism around this is that he comes in, as I said yesterday, gets lost in the shuffle. It doesn't address Chelsea's main problem. My hope is for the rest of the month, Chelsea will be addressing their key problem in central midfield with someone coming in and also cover for Reese James at right back. But that in itself is not going to be rectified by Joao Phillips coming in, even with all the excitement around his talent. I think a piece by Liam Toomey this morning in The Athletic really delves into this problem uh, quite well. And link in the description box below if you want to go and read it for yourself. Uh, Drow Felix plugs a hole for Chelsea, but is it enough? And he goes into what Chelsea may be requiring this transfer window. Also, the the harsh reality of Chelsea missing out on Champions League football, which is very real at the moment. And he speaks here about sort of um, different algorithms, kind of predicting Chelsea's points for the rest of the season. Uh, And according to one algorithm, Chelsea's most likely finishing position in this season's Premier League is now eighth with only 59 points, which would be their lowest tally since the spectacular unravelling of Jose Mourinho's second spell in the 2015-16 season, that season where we finished ten. And... And then he poses the question, could that make more drastic intervention by a mega, too good to refuse installment offer for Enzo Fernandez somewhere in the region of his 105 million buyout clause or an above market bid for a proven striker capable of alleviating Chelsea's chronic problems in the attacking third of the pitch? What about a high level alternative to Reese James as we've just mentioned on the right of defense, perhaps even all of the above? So it kind of really goes into what is Felix going to solve with Chelsea? My concern and also the broader problems within the Chelsea squad. I think it's a good piece. Definitely go and check it out. And I am cynical. I I just, uh, I'm not very excited by this deal. And as I say, I hope for Felix's sake, like with any Chelsea player, he comes in, he improves things, he finds his confidence, but it's only going to be a short-term boost in his career and for Chelsea. And what is the long-term benefit Chelsea are going to gain from this deal? With him signing that new deal, if he turns out to be a good signing for Chelsea and they want to make it a permanent deal it's going to cost a fortune in the summer. So I don't really see where Chelsea are winning in this deal other than, as I say, the next few months, uh, which may not even be a lot. And and obviously he, he needs to hit the ground running. And... I think it's absolutely fair to call this a reactive signing based on the injuries to Raheem Sterling. who is still getting scans on that hamstring injury, by the way. We still don't know the full extent of it, uh, which is slightly concerning. And also Christian Pulisic, where I think Graham Potter said after the Man City game on Sunday that it's going to be weeks. So we will see. Moving on now to a piece by Nazar Kinsella in the Evening Standard. Chelsea risk missing out on Yusuf Makuku as Newcastle launch huge bid for the Wonder Kid. Chelsea can miss out on Makuku. Um, apparently, Newcastle have made a substantial verbal approach to Dortmund for their striker. The 18-year-old Germany international is thought to have discussed a deal worth over 150 grand a week to join Newcastle on a free transfer when his contract expires at the end of this season. Chelsea and Barcelona are among the clubs known to be interested in Makuku, who played for Germany at the World Cup in Qatar. Dortmund are trying to tie Makuku down to a new deal, but are struggling to reach his wage demands. And Newcastle are well-placed to beat Chelsea to his signature. We spoke about Makuku last month and then we signed David Datra-Fafana instead. And that's kind of my analysis on this deal. He may be a good player, but how many more players do Chelsea need in the attacking third when we're bringing in uh, Drow Felix on loan? Of course, you look at Makuku, it's more likely that he doesn't move this month, maybe the end of the season. But Christopher Nkunku, David Datra-Fafana, Amanda Breuer, Kai Havertz, does um, does Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang stick around? Not entirely sure. But those are a lot of names um, in that attacking area of the pitch. And with Chelsea maybe wanting to buy more, it really like leads you to think Chelsea going to have to cut some players this uh, season. They really are, especially in the summer. It's such... Uh, as much as signings and rebuilding the squad are important, selling is important too and knowing when to sell players. And I just think that Makuku... We've got David for Fafana. We'll see how his kind of future develops over the next few weeks. Is he going to stay for the rest of the season? He's been given a squad number, a great number in 27. My Personally, my favorite number. Um, I, I'd like to see him stay around for the rest of the season. But Makuku, I just, where are all these players going to play? And I, I, it's a risk. It really is. And it's a concern of mine that they're going to get lost in the shuffle. So I'm not too gutted. I, I, I may be more gutted when Makuku goes to Newcastle and turns out to be Um, the next Haaland or whatever. But, you know, I I don't think that Chelsea, again, should be prioritising players like this. I think they should be looking in other areas. Who is the next the Matic who is the next player who's going to come into Chelsea central midfield who won't cost the world say like let's look for an Enzo Fernandez alternative let's look for someone on the right side of the defense let's look for players in areas of need a goalkeeper you know areas that I, I think really need strengthening in the next few months and that is a frustration and it's a concern with me that again I know attack is a problem area for Chelsea but is it so much that it goes above everything else if you're if I'm asking you what are the priority areas and you can tell me in the comments below out of three i want you to give me your top three priorities for chelsea in the, in the transfer window not just this window but you know for the future what would be the the free areas and i think if you're saying striker i mean i you know i know that's your opinion and i can understand why you'd go towards that with especially frustration with the lack of goals we're getting but for me it's so abundantly clear where the priorities lie and it's just going out and signing all of these players i think you're potentially creating another transfer problem that we've had of, of kind of a cluster a cluster fruitcake as you would say in the upcoming months so we'll see as well how that develops but that is it for today's news video i may be back a little bit later if the draw felix uh, deal is announced and we'll kind of react to whatever chelsea say around that but it does look like trial felix is going to become a chelsea player let me know your feelings on that and all the good stuff in the comments below follow me on twitter at son of chelsea and on tiktok at son of chelsea as well and i will see you again very soon all the best